B98.5's Tad and Drex Show podcast. Helping you catch up on what you missed. Tad, Drex, and Kara on B98.5 makes the sun and clouds at a high of a steamy 88. Uh, Kara, you ever watch those HGTV shows like the House Hunter shows? Yeah, I love it. Yeah, the couples will walk around and they'll look at potential homes and be like, well, I don't like the pink color here or we've got to move this wall or we're totally going to redo the kitchen. Those are kind of normal you know, restoration, renovation projects. I think if you bought this mansion in Maryland, there's nothing you could do about what's in the basement. Yeah, I I don't think so. And you better like Christmas. For $4.5 million, you get five bedrooms, a heated pool, a tennis court, a library, and an entire Christmas village in the basement. When I say an entire Christmas village, this place has 15 storefront facades, cobblestone streets and cars, movie theater with a marquee. This is in the basement, y'all. And it's all decked out with trees and fake snow and gingerbread men. I mean, is that, is, is, does it look like, I haven't seen the pictures yet, Kara, does it look like something like Lifetime or Hallmark could rent so uh, they could yes. shoot movies down Absolutely. there? Okay. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. That you... That's tough. My wife, who's a realtor, like your husband, uh, Ryan, Kara, uh, runs into that situation sometimes with their higher-end clients. Mm -hmm. They do these big renovations or these big additions to their house, and they're so specific, uh, and then they get offended when people don't like it. Right. She had a client one time, and this was a nice thing, but uh, they had saloon doors, you know, the old-timey, like, swinging back and forth, Uh the graded shutters going into the water closet area of the master bathroom. Oh, really? So the toilet room had saloon, had, like, saloon doors. doors. And buyer after buyer would tell my wife, like, oh, we like this house, but this, like, we can't get over This is stupid. And the owner's like, what are you talking about? It's cool. It's a unique feature. No. My husband Ryan's co-worker recently bought a house that had an entire, like, train set that went through the the entirety of the basement with mountains and it had little like drive-in theater and all the little cars and trees and everything. It came with the house. Came with the house. Came with the house. Can't imagine the money that was spent on that. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, Michelle and Sandy Springs, what what came with the house when you guys bought it? Well, when my husband and I bought our house, we, we had just gotten married and a few months later we bought a house. We get the house, we, we move in only to go into the basement and find that there is a man living in the basement. Oh. Hold on a second. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to understand this. You guys bought a house and it came with a roommate. Pretty much, yes. Was it a squatter? So he was not. No. He had a rental agreement and it was pretty ironclad. And, you know, being newlyweds, not really experienced with buying a house, we just signed wherever they told us to sign. And he is in this house with us. Not still with you. How long ago was this? Oh, this was about three years ago. He doesn't still live there. Yes, he still lives with us. Is that legal? Is that even possible? It, it's, apparently it is legal. It's working out for us. So you guys are friends with this gentleman, random stranger that's living in your basement? Well, now. <laughs> <laughs> This sounds like a sitcom character, like our crazy roommate Todd. Right? Throw in, uh, throw in uh, ugly Christmas sweater parties when we're out of town. That yeah. silly Todd. <laughs>
all the stuff you need to know to start your day. It's Info to Go on B98.5. And we're brought to you by Breda Pest Management at 722. Going to be hot and steamy today. Mix of sun and clouds, a high of 88. Kara, what's going on? More and more people are getting back to work, but that doesn't mean that they're all caught up on bills and their need for food assistance isn't still there. So DeKalb County is going to be hosting another big food giveaway this weekend. They're planning on distributing 26 tons of produce and protein. So this Saturday, 20-pound boxes of Georgia-grown fruits and vegetables plus two-pound bags of pork sausage is going to be given out at three different sites. Now, they've got like 2,400 care baskets to go out amongst these three sites, and it's going to be first come, first serve, beginning at 10 a.m. at Buck Godfrey Stadium, James R. Halford Stadium, and New Birth Baptist Church. And Kara, we've talked about this because we worked with the Atlanta Community Food Bank Mm -hmm. a year-round, essentially, that, uh, you you know, just because someone maybe has a decent-looking house or has a decent job or has a decent car or whatever, they, there still could be food insecurities left and right all over your neighborhood. You Absolutely. Know you know, it. maybe they have a medical issue and right. their money is going to paying those bills or getting medication and they're not having enough food to last them or their family through the week. Yeah. So things like this is huge. And this is one of the freebies. This isn't one of like the Georgia grown to goes that have been really cool that right. you could pay for. But this this is really for the people that are in need. So it's a really cool thing Very going on cool. in DeKalb County. There is no denying that music brings people together, even in the worst of circumstances. So Monday, Carrollton police joined in with peaceful protesters leading and following the crowd and cars and ATVs and marching alongside them all the way over near the square next to the amphitheater when the music began to play and everybody joined in on a little Cupid Shuffle action. That is one way. That's a crowd pleaser. Always. I mean, Kara, I've DJed, I think it's close to four or 500 weddings now. Mm-hmm. And that's always my go-to. Okay, we're losing the crowd a little bit. You know, let's play a so- slow song because grandma's still here. We don't want to get too turned up too fast. Well, you throw the Cupid Shuffle on and then everyone crowds the dance floor. And now you get a good base of people mm-hmm. that you can start... Uh, you know, picking them off and playing different songs. In fact, you DJ'd my wedding, and yeah. I think I told you that was like the one must-have was playing it? the Cupid Shuffle. Oh, yeah, we okay, did it. Good. And some of my favorite pictures from our reception is all of us dancing to the Cupid Shuffle. And whenever I play the Cupid Shuffle, when I'm DJing weddings, because you know it's a rotation dance. So you start out, the, the crowd start out facing me when I'm DJing, and then they go to the right, and then they go, their, their backside is essentially facing me. That's when I split and go eat. Yes, I've seen you do that before, too. Oh, all right, good. So it's not a secret. Good. <laughs> Our pop culture princess is ready to play. Are You Smarter Than Kara is on B98.5. Hey, good morning, Nicole and Lilburn. Hi. Hey, kick Kara out of the studio. Get out of here, Kara. Take a hike. See you, Nicole. Good luck. Kara's going to put on her mask, stand outside the room. We'll ask you five pop culture trivia questions. We'll bring Kara back in. If you answer more right than Kara, you win 100 bucks of her money, and all ties go to the house. Nicole, are you ready to play? Okay, yep. Question number one. The NBA said they will restart the season at a Disney World resort at the end of July. However, Atlanta's team will not be part of the restart. What's our team's name? The Hawks. All right, question two. Surprise, coronavirus is still a thing. The CDC tells you to continue to wash your hands and stand how far away from others? Six feet. 
Question number three. Here's something random. It's illegal to watch the final NFL game of the year on a screen bigger than 55 inches. What's the name of that game? I don't know. Okay. Question number four. In a shocking twist, Carol Baskins has been awarded Joe Exotic's Zoo in Oklahoma. What's the name of Carol's Animal Sanctuary, and I put that in quotation marks, in Florida? Don't know. All right. Question number five. A man in Vermont was arrested after throwing a giant pickle at a road worker. What's the pickle company whose mascot is a stork wearing glasses? Plastic. All right. Going to bring Kara in. You got the tough one right. So good job, Nicole and Lilburn. You got three right. And they're tough today, Kara. I don't anticipate you getting all five right. Oh, we'll really? See. Yeah, so three is a number you got to at least tie to win. Okay. Question number one, NBA said they'll restart the season at a Disney World resort at the end of July. However, Atlanta's team will not be part of the restart. What's our team name? The Atlanta Hawks. That's what Nicole said, one to one. Surprise. Question two, coronavirus is still a thing. The CDC tells you to continue to wash your hands and stand how far away from others? Six feet. And that's what Nicole said. You guys are tied at two. Question three, here's something random. It's actually illegal to watch the final NFL game of the year on a screen bigger than 55 inches. What's the name of that game? The Super Bowl. Yeah, Nicole, you blanked out on that one. What happened? Mm, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) All right, question number four. In a shocking twist, Carol Baskins has been awarded Joe Exotic's Zoo in Oklahoma. What's the name of Carol's animal sanctuary, in quotation marks, in Florida? Big Cat Rescue. Yeah, Nicole didn't have an answer for that one either. It's four to two with the final question, Kara. Number five, a man in Vermont was arrested after throwing a giant pickle at a road worker? Uh, What's the pickle company whose mascot is a stork wearing glasses? Classic. How did you know that? Because I love a good dill pickle, and the Vlasic Spears are the best. All right. Well, Nicole had a right answer for that, but it doesn't matter. Final score of five to three. Nicole and Lilburn, are you smarter than Kara? In some ways. <laughs> Not in pop culture <laughs> trivia, though. Uh, 789 Ooh. wins and 27 losses, Kara. Sorry, Nicole. Okay, fine. <laughs> 7.55, you got Tad, Drex, and Kara on B98.5. Makes the sun and clouds today, a high of 88. Kara, you take the kids to the grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. You're getting ready to leave, and you go to your mom and say, all right, listen, mom, you know, no sweets, no ice cream. Come on, let's just take it easy, that whole thing. And and mom's like, yeah, sure, of, of course. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, Grandpa is in the backyard with a wheelbarrow full of raw sugar cane. Oh, yeah. Just ready to dump it down your child's throat. It's just what grandparents do. Uh, you, you tell the grandparents not to do something. They say, yeah, sure, of course. And they just do it anyways. <laughs> I, I've, Kara, I've talked about the struggles that I've had with my parents over the last couple of years. And, and I won't get too much into it. Um, but I will say that we're we're entering like... Phase three of the reintroduction to the grandparents. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, and so phase three is potentially spending the night again. Okay. But like but like the phases that we're going through now, there are guidelines. Right, right. These aren't strict CDC guidelines, but I, I told my parents, like, hey, I'm open to having a discussion. I know you want your granddaughter to, to stay the night. And we've, mm-hmm. we've gone through phase one and two, you know, uh, pretty safely. And I said, you know, she can stay over, but, you know, bedtime is is still in that 8 to 9 p.m. Right. And we're not eating chocolate ice cream and candy bars mm-hmm. 
at 7.30 or 8 o'clock. Yeah. Okay. Oh, How'd mom, that work out? Oh, and my mom's like, yeah. Oh, honey. Oh, what, of course. What do you think is going to... I would gonna... never do that. <laughs> so is it just my parents that that lies? Is it just my daughter's grandparents that will lie straight to my face? Or is it every I think it's everybody because I remember my first word was Coca-Cola because my parents left me with my grandparents and... My grandmama put Coca-Cola in my bottle, and that's what I wanted. So I knew I could go Coca-Cola. Your and grandmother gave you Coca-Cola? At your Coca-Cola first, what is your first word? Bottle. Like I think your first word is before your w- turn one. Yeah. You were drinking Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jamie, why are grandparents so defiant? I don't know. <laughs> we teach our kids really good manners and we don't let them throw food on the floor in restaurants or make a lot of noise and we were all out and my son is really loud and my father-in-law is just like egging him on trying to make him scream by the end of the night he's literally chasing him around the restaurant my sister-in-law had to say dad you need to sit down you're being a horrible example to this child but i'm sure when you were growing up if you acted like that he would have lost his mind <laughs> right I know, and I was like, if this is another family and another granddad, you would be like, I cannot believe they're letting that yeah. child run around crazy. But he's just mucking it up, having a great time. And you know what happens is that my parents, you know, my, my daughter's grandparents, my parents almost turn into toddlers themselves, but they have bank Absolutely. accounts and licenses. Yeah. <laughs> my mom will um, give them popsicles when they're over at her house. And, you know, I, I tell her, like, no, we don't do popsicles with sugar. And, you know, we try to stay healthy. So what she'll do is... She'll buy popsicles and put them in my freezer when I'm not paying attention. And then all of a sudden, my kids are sitting on the couch with, like, popsicle juice everywhere. And they're eating popsicles. And, like, where did this come from? They're like, oh, well, I brought them over. Your mom will put popsicles in your fridge and then give them to the kids. Indeed. <laughs> and, and, ha- and, and have no remorse for it no, whatsoever. It's payback. It's payback for all of your terrible behavior as a child. That's their fault, too. <laughs> You tell the grandparents not to do something. Oh, sure, of course, honey. I would would never. I'll I'll obey your rules. And they just turn around and do it anyways. Candy in Dallas, you also have some uh, defiant grandparents. It's not worth it in the end. It's really not. um, my My parents like to give my son candy all the time. So when he comes back, all he wants is candy and he won't eat food. And he wants to throw fits and he wants to cry and he wants to scream and he wants to yell. And it normally takes him a week to get back to the kid that we normally have. Now, uh, your name's Candy, right? Yeah. Uh, so this is kind of ironic. Like, can you talk to your parents at all and say, hey, please no candy for the child? I've tried, but then my mom pulls the I'm grandma, I'm going to do what I want and spoils him and then tells him not to tell me that she gave him candy. You don't blame yourself even just a little bit. I mean, you did drop them off. You knew what was going to happen. That's when I pulled the I pulled the mom card on my mom a lot. I was like, mom, listen, you never wanted grandma to do this to us, so please don't do it to me. It's like they don't even hear it when you say that. <laughs> uh, hey, Nora in Lawrenceville, how are you? Good morning. I'm good. How are you? Good. All right. So uh, your grandparents also, we just talked to a, a woman named Candy who said that her mother and father give her kids candy. And uh, same thing with you? Yes. They fed some candy to the point where he, he's like, Mommy, I don't want you to be my mommy anymore. I want Grandpa to be my parent. Every time I pick him up from school and he comes home, he's like, No, I hate this house. I don't want to be here. I want to go with Grandpa. I'm like, Oh, my gosh. So I banned him from going to his grandparents' house for like a month. 
people are hearing Nora's story and hearing that uh, the, uh, Nora's kid wants to now leave the house and go and live with grandma and grandpa. Mm-hmm. And there's grandparents listening right now going, yes, mission succeeded. <laughs> it's Todd and Drex's Info to Go on B98.5. And it's brought to you by Breda Pest Management. Sunshine today, mixed sun and clouds, high of 88. Kara, what's going on? Well, yesterday we had another day and evening of protests that continue to draw larger and larger crowds and also are increasing the fears of another major coronavirus outbreak. So now not only is Mayor Keisha Lance Bottoms, but the Georgia Department of Public Health and Governor Kemp all urging first responders and any participants in the protests to go get a COVID-19 test. Dr. Kathleen Toomey says it's all because of the crowds. This many people gather together in close proximity. You run the risk of viral transmission. Whenever we say Dr. Toomey's name, you have to say it like Governor Kemp. Toomey. Dr. Toomey. Dr. Kathleen Toomey. Love, I love his <laughs> accent. It's awesome. You ready for a good feeling? I am. Oh, sometimes I get a good feeling. Yeah. So I know you've heard of the Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants, right? was a movie uh, I'm not going to admit back. it with Alexis Bledel. I'm not going to yeah. admit it. Yes. So a group of friends had this one pair of jeans that mm-hmm. kind of traveled with that with them through different parts of their life and kind of made the rounds around the group. Mm-hmm. And no matter like what their body type or style or whatever, they could all fit in these one pair of amazing pants. Well, how about the exclusive sisterhood of the traveling wedding dress? Spanx founder Sarah Blakely now shares a special bond with three brides who have all worn her gorgeous wedding dress. She knew that the wedding industry and brides and couples all over the place had been hit really Mm -hmm. hard with everybody being on lockdown and not having to have their regular wedding. And some places that were manufacturing women's gowns shut down completely and they had nothing to wear. So Sarah took to her Instagram and her social media following and offered up her wedding gown. She was going to pick someone to loan the gown out to. Now, I know the wedding dress is very important, Kara, but... Super important. Would would you feel uncomfortable wearing someone else's wedding dress or like... I know you had two wedding dresses. Would I you did. feel uncomfortable if somebody else was wearing yours? Isn't nope, that like it's not, not a sacred, at all. it's not a sacred thing? I mean, if it if the dress fits and it makes you have that certain feeling, then it doesn't matter if someone's worn it before or if you're borrowing it from someone to me, unless that's something that, you know, you kind of hold sacred and want to keep forever and don't want anybody else to like touch. But I think that's silly. So if someone listening right now needs a wedding dress, you would offer yours up. Yeah, you could borrow no. either one oh. of mine. I had two. I had a reception and a kind of a fancy fancy uh, ceremony dress. So, yeah, I'm if you're in need, it. if you're a bride in need and you can fit into my gown, absolutely. You Be- would you would let somebody else use your precious yes. sacred wedding dress. Yes. Yes, especially since all of this craziness is going down. If I can bring a little bright moment okay. to a local bride, absolutely. And that's exactly what Sarah Blakely did to Smyrna bride Lejan Capers, who actually got to wear Sarah Blakely's wedding dress for her ceremony a couple of weeks ago. Still not buying it, Kara, until I see it in person. Well, if anybody needs a dress, come. B98.5, 80s, 90s, and now Tad, Drex, and Kara. Usually these social media challenges like the Tide Pod Challenge, and there's been a couple other. The like Cinnamon Challenge. Challenge, mm-hmm. The ice bucket challenge. I mean, usually those start with, I, I want to say the Utes under under 16, maybe they get videotaped and put on social media, right? Oh, watch this. Yeah. So take a listen <laughs> to this challenge. I'm not going to tell you what it is, Kara, but take a listen to it. 
see if you can figure out what the challenge is, what the name of the challenge is. And keep in mind, this isn't kids. This is like a, a grown brother and sister that are doing this new social media challenge. Okay. okay? So take a listen. Can I get two small blizzards, please? <laughs> Mario cheesecake. <laughs> Can I please get a large oh, <laughs> large fries? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so it's a new social media challenge, okay. and it's a brother and a sister. They were going through a drive-through, uh -huh. and obviously some noises were being made. Any guesses on what this new challenge is called? I don't know. Are they like pulling leg hairs or so doing something terrible to make them kind of react that way? Okay, so there is some pain involved in this new challenge. It's called the uh, electric dog collar shock challenge. The shock collar the thing? The shock collar challenge. Oh, my gosh. Go Are you serious? Going through the drive-thru, trying to order something, and while they're doing it, they're like obviously holding on to it and, and buzzing it. So I think those are really mean. I don't know how much current actually goes through those. I've never tried that. But my husband, his parents have a golden doodle and they had borrowed one to see if it would get Lucy in check and they couldn't get it to work. And even Ryan was like putting it up to his throat and trying to bark like a dog to see like what the current would be. I think that was more funny than actually getting did, shocked did by you, a shock You didn't videotape that? No, I didn't. Can you remember back to when you were a kid? Because, you know, everyone thinks that like these new social media challenge, all oh, these kids nowadays are doing silly things just to record it and put it out. Yeah, but we did stuff when we were kids. We just didn't have uh, cell phones to record it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So we had a trampoline in our backyard. Mm -hmm. And my brother and I would try and come up with like, well, I'll do this jump. And then you've got to do a jump cooler than the jump that I just did. You know, like stupid okay. things like that. So nothing. But it was never anything that was crazy painful or ridiculous like these things. When we were young, we would try and like uh, take some money and uh, let me ask you, because I grew up up North Carol, was Jolt Cola a thing down here? Oh yeah. Alright, so it was. We would do the Jolt Cola challenge. We would like go and try and buy a bunch of Jolt Cola. We'd mm -hmm. go in the woods with our friends and one person that day would be designated to drink like five Jolt Colas <gasps> back to back to back to oh, back. Oh, that's not yeah. good. That's bad. I mean, I haven't looked up any of my friends on social media to see if there's any kidney damage or anything like that, but everyone's Yucky. still ticking. But yeah, looking back now. Such a good thing that we did not have video evidence right. of any of our childhood. Right. Thanks for listening to the Tad and Drex Show podcast. Subscribe for automatic updates and listen live weekdays from 5 to 9 a.m. on B98.5. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.